Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, and our good friend Jack Feldman is here as well. Thank you guys for joining us, and we hope you had a wonderful day so far, and uh, we're excited to have you because today we are talking about something that's radioactive. It is going to go viral. It's very dangerous. Viral, absolutely. For those of you who listened to our show a few weeks ago with Jack Feldman, who, by the way, is with Clayton Inspection Services, you'll find all of his information right on our website. Um, first of all, Jack, before I even get into that, thank you for joining us again. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Kevin. Um, Jack is our resident expert, uh, home inspections. He uh, takes care of us whenever it comes to comedy. He's our he's our standing comedian as well. Although Mark thinks he's the comedian, but that's okay. We'll give that to you. You can today have it anyway. Just today. No, you can have it permanently. Yeah. But um, Jack, when he was here last time, we had, of course, the top 10 list of different home inspection pictures that he's taken um, that just blow your mind. And we went through those. And we were talking about radon. We were talking about it off air. We were talking about it a little bit on air. Um, and Mark and I thought, well, you know what? If we're going to talk about radon, um, we need to have it tested. Is, isn't that kind of what you were thinking? Well, that's kind of where we always go with things like this. And uh, we didn't know what was involved with the test. And that's what we're here to talk about today. And radon is one of those colorless, odorless, undetectable by the human scent, if you will, Mm -hmm. um some dogs can detect it i think probably really? no, i'm just kidding um but <laughs> in all seriousness it's it's a very dangerous situation and i was i was doing a little bit of research jack as um i always do for our shows and the danger of this is actually documented pretty well talk to me before we jump in to more of the details what what is the danger of this of this gas and what is it exactly Radon gas uh, comes from decomposing uranium, so it's rocks in the ground, gives off a gas. Comes up through the earth, and it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. It just comes up out of the ground, it's a gas. Uh, the health risks uh, for radon exposure long-term is lung cancer. Mm -hmm. That's, that's big. That's it, yeah, yeah. it's big. It's, it's like the second leading cause it of is. lung cancer. Yeah, yeah from smoking is the first cause of lung cancer, Radon is the second. Mm, mm, mm. Now, if you do a combination of those things, which this is something that I, I don't know if you knew these statistics or not. Um, I'm a wealth of statistical <laughs> information, but um, they, they said that one in four people who have smoking and radon combined, like high, high radon levels, which is what we're going to talk about today. But if you, if you smoke and you have high radon levels, you have a one in four chance of getting lung cancer. Um, then on top of that, um, if you just smoke, if you just smoke, then it's one in 15. If you, if you don't have smoking, nor do you have radon high levels, your chances are one in a thousand. So it's kind of to coin the phrase that our good friends somewhere said, it's about the biggest no brainer in the history of earth to eliminate both, which are both, you can eliminate both of them, right? 
Yes, you can. I know you're not here to talk about smoking, yeah. but the radon, you can test and you can mitigate and all that. That's exactly right. Yeah. So why would people not at least turn the stone over? Is it is it because people don't feel like it's a real thing or there's fear associated with it? I don't know. What, what, what would you think the reasoning is? Maybe the first reason would be people don't, if, since they can't see it or smell it or taste it, mm-hmm. it isn't real to them. And then there's the what I call flat earth people mm-hmm. that just don't believe it or they think it's a, a government plot. Mm-hmm. Right. And they just, you know, or ignorance is bliss. Right. One or the other. But there's another thing. I mean, everything in the house, it seems, ha- gives up some type of toxicity. toxicity. You mm-hmm. know, it could be formaldehyde foam insulation back in the 60s. Something in your uh, sofa gives off toxics. Or have we become immune to the threats? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I do jokes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, too, is if you look at something you purchase, whether that be a couch or whether that be any item in your home, like you said, it's got a certain amount of toxicity coming out of it. But the difference is, is that at least it's regulated and the levels can be, you know, the exposure level is, is under some sort of lock and key. Now, whether, you know, we could argue every day whether or not that's sufficient to protect Americans or humans. Um, but this radon thing is something quite different because the radon thing is everywhere and the decay of the radon is really what causes the problem. Which, right. which is the big deal. And, and you know, um, lung cancer is, is a harmful, harmful disease to everyone. But if you, if you have high levels of radon, then your chances of developing lung cancer risk increases significantly. So, so when, when we talk about the risks and what's out there and how people can test for it, you know, you're one of the guys that can go out there and test for it. Um, and what are you looking for when you do a test? What exactly do people want to know? Well, they want to know the, the, the bottom <laughs> I set line. you up yeah. for a joke, yeah. right? That's okay. They, they want to know the level. Right. And the uh, second thing you want to know is what do we do about it? Mm-hmm. Now, in new construction, Knox County requires uh, a house have a radon mitigation system roughed in, meaning mm-hmm. the, the oh, pipe really? put in. I didn't know uh, that. Extended up from the slab or the basement or the crawl space up into the attic or sometimes out, out the roof. Some builders take it out through the roof. And so it's ready to put in a system when someone tests for radon. They find there's high levels. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to reinvent the wheel and put holes in the slab and run pipes through the house after it's finished, it's already there. They put a fan in the attic, connect it, and take it through the roof, and they're done. The The cost of the mitigation is much lower in mm-hmm. those homes, mm-hmm. and it's much easier. Mm-hmm. When did they start doing these? Approximate year? Uh, 2007, I believe. So anything built 2007 forward right. has this? If I'm a homeowner yes. or if I am someone thinking about purchasing a home, 
um, I'll just tell you, I would want to have a radon test because if, I mean, the mitigation systems, do you happen to know what the cost is like on a base level mitigation system if you were to find a high levels? Of, and I know you don't install them, but you probably could refer somebody. Yeah, um, 1500 to $2,200. Mm-hmm. And then if it already is roughed in, the, it's much lower. It's maybe five to $800 to mm-hmm. install a fan and... But that's post-2007 yes. numbers, and that's only for Knox County that um, we know of. That I know of, yeah. Right. Because if you're buying a home, like right now we're in pretty good season for buying a home. I mean, everybody's very busy. Um, and you're, okay, I've got to search for the home. Okay, got that. Um, i got to get pre-qualified. Let's put pre-qualified first, and then you're shopping for the home. Um, and then once you find a home, then you go into the contract negotiation phases, and then you, you, know, you actually have a home inspection done. You know, those are things. As a part of that home inspection process, the add-on for Jack or somebody like Jack, I mean, it's not that much considering you could – save your life really i mean exactly i mean it's like you know what do you charge to what's the normal rate of i charge 150 dollars mm-hmm. um most home inspectors are in that range some might be a little lower mm-hmm. i don't think any are higher they might be but it's around 150 dollars. now most people that are that are thinking about you know or maybe it's somebody who thinks that they just want to take care of all this stuff themselves so they're going to go buy a kit and they're going well i've already measured it that you know measuring it at one time of the day whether that be eight in the morning or maybe they got the kit at four in the afternoon it that's important good information right but it's probably a better idea to know what the levels are throughout the week you know so yours does that i know right the you can go to the big box stores and you can buy a, a home test kit and then you send it off to a lab and they come back and it gives you a number. Mm-hmm. This is your how many picocuries per liter. Mm-hmm. Think of it as a, a snapshot. It's a just Snapchat. A, a snapshot. Yeah. Snapshot. snapshot. Okay. A photo. Gotcha. For the old school photo, <laughs> photograph. Um, yeah. The machine that I use and a lot of home inspectors use is called a continuous uh, electronic continuous monitor, and it gives hourly readings mm-hmm. of the radon, and you can watch what it goes up and down, uh, and and so think of that as like. High definition video, mm-hmm. so that's the difference. Mm-hmm. You, you can you can actually go and get one, and I I tell people if they want to do it, uh, they don't want to hire me to do it. Go and buy one of those kits, do it, and if it comes back and it's even close to the four point zero picocuries per liter, then hire me to come back and do a real test. Mm-hmm. Well, right. what creates the point. ebb and flow of this gas? within your house during the course of a day or a week. Sure. Well, for you, it's when you're at home. Yeah, the gas, that's, yeah. that's just probably kidding. correct. Different gas. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Uh, well, just like temperature rises and falls during the day, humidity yeah. goes up and down, uh, winds change, the, the weather changes during the day. So radon, because it's a gas, it changes during the day. Atmospheric conditions, barometric pressure, temperatures, humidity, winds, everything will change it. And, and you can see when I did your test, if you looked at the hours, they go up and down a fair amount during the day. And it right. goes, it changes in the seasons. Winters will usually be, winter readings will be a little higher than summer readings because homes in winter are 
typically more closed up mm -hmm. oh, that's in true. the summer. Mm -hmm. and, and also when I thought about looking at hours and I was, I was kind of looking at the, the report and one of the things that you're, that you mentioned to my wife when you dropped off the kit or the, the, the test was don't turn this fan on, you know, which was above kind of in this general area because that could skew the numbers. Right. And that's right. something that you have to be careful about. Right. We, we tell people, we give people a little flyer that says, don't open your windows and don't open the doors outside normal coming and going. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't operate ceiling fans or fans that exhaust to the outside run continuously. Normal mm -hmm. living, mm -hmm. but not the fans, not right. ceiling fan. Bathroom fan, just like you would do normally, but mm -hmm. not a ceiling fan. Right. Don't open the windows. Mark, when, when you had the test done and you were thinking about it, because what it did for me when I went through the process, which was a very painless process, yeah. I mean, it's nothing. You don't even realize that the little box is there. It's just doing its thing. But I started to think about, you know, having a family and, you know, would I want to know if I had high radon levels? And it's like, okay, wait a minute. I, the, the, the only thing that I could think that, someone would not want to have this done is because they just can't afford the $150. And I realize that $150 is $150, but there are no other obstacles in my mind. It is an absolute no brainer. Well, you know, the thing that crossed my mind mm -hmm. is I've been in the house for 24 years mm -hmm. and I thought I'm just now doing this. And if I, if it came back with a high level, do you know how stupid, mm -hmm. how Guilty? Stupid, stupid's probably a strong well, word. Well, ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Ignorant yeah, is maybe, probably maybe, it. But then, yeah. too, the guilt that I have, because I put my kids in it. Mm. And, uh, you know, that struck me. So I was really thinking, if this comes back high, I've got to be the dumbest guy on the block. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, it may not be that you don't have the radon test to have that clarification. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, who's the joker here? <laughs> wow. I'm really laying it on today. Um, but in all seriousness, this is an important topic, and we're going to continue this conversation with Jack Feldman right here on the Housing Hour. Come back and join us. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here. I'm the host of the Housing Hour with Mark Griffith, the co-host and executive producer. We have Dave in there with our producer as well. Um, and we have Jack Feldman with us live in studio. Uh, we want to thank him for joining us and um, giving us the time. Um, and you can reach Jack um, definitely. Give him your phone number real quick if you don't mind. 865-693-7109. And you can also go to thehousinghour.com where you're going to have all of this information as well. Um, if you'd like to fax him something. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, please don't do that. Uh, he does have a fax number. We can provide yeah. that. Um, but it's uh, claytoninspections.com, um, and that is his, uh, that is his, uh, his web address. Um, and then also just so people understand that 
Jack is a part of ASHI, which is Certified Inspector. Um, that's not specific to Radon, of course, but tell me again so that our listeners un- understand. ASHI is an organization that um, helps to maintain the best of the best, right? Yeah, it's the American Society of Home Inspectors. Kind of like Top Gun, the best of the best. There you go. Right. Yeah, except for we don't fly. <laughs> you don't we fly. crawl. There you go. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, it's American Society oh, of Home that Inspectors. That would be a great slogan for a home inspector we're the top guns we don't fly we crawl and then a guy in there with a little lamp on his head go ahead that's free thank you jackie's been drinking red bull again i'm gonna put that on my website tomorrow morning that would be awesome um so ashy was created in 1976 as a professional organization to have a show kind of professionalism Mm -hmm. so we're membership you're required to pass uh, tests Mm -hmm. and do 20 hours a year of continuing education. Wow, that's a lot. Now, the state only requires home inspectors to have 16 hours, Mm -hmm. but ASHE requires us to have 20. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. I mean, if you look at anyone, you know, mortgage loan officers, whether that be a realtor, home inspector, anybody in the real estate community that are serving the public, that, that, that do serve the public, all those parties should have training throughout the year. I mean, for goodness sakes, even your butcher has a license. So why shouldn't your folks that are that are taking care of it, the most important transaction in the history of your family? It should be done with the utmost care. And like I've said on this show with Jack, you know, when Sharon Power took me to look for my first home and we found it over in Galahar Station, my very, very first home, um, she said, hey, we've got to get the deal killer. <laughs> but she didn't say that. But because Jack does such a good job, he's so thorough and professional, and he uncovers anything that is going to be uncovered, I feel very strongly that Jack will. How long have you been doing the radon, by the way? I started in 94. So, wow. Heath Schuler that year came in second in the Heisman. That's how long he's been doing it. And have you always done the test that goes throughout the week, or did you start with the kit, just like the one-time thing? I started with uh, the charcoal canisters mm-hmm. and sent them off to a lab, and then uh, FedEx— Charcoal canisters? Yeah. It's, wow. They kind of look like snuff cans, mm-hmm. and then you expose it and then close them up mm-hmm. and send them to the lab. And then For the younger viewers, snuff cans are small <laughs> containers that have tobacco products in it that you put— Right there, which is the fourth leading cause of cancer. There you go. But that's okay. Go ahead. Um, And then uh, one of the overnight uh, purveyors, Mm -hmm. uh, I won't mention FedEx at all, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, they lost my package to the lab. Oh, my. And it messed up the getting the results back. And then I made the investment of a continuous monitor, Mm -hmm. which is a large investment. Absolutely. And, and you can tell when you have it in your house. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not huge. It's, you know, about probably one and a half foot by one and a half feet, I would say. Yeah, and sometimes we see, Kevin, I know that you've seen this before. Occasionally, contracts are writ- written subject to a radon test being done in the home. You don't see that very often, but now and again you do. Is there something that a home buyers going through the home and they're spotting saying this is a basement or this is a crawl space right does it trigger something in someone well some people moving here from other states where radon is a huge thing 
they just automatically want a radon test, or they've had instances where they've had someone die from lung cancer, or they've had a radon system in their house, they want it. Um, but a lot of people will hear, oh, I have a basement, so I could have radon, and they, they want the test. In, in my agreements, when I send them out to clients, I let them know that Knoxville is um, a red zone with EPA, Mm-hmm. And there's a, a high likelihood that they'll have elevated levels here, and that if they want a radon test, I can do that for them. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. And the reason that there is higher levels in the Tennessee Valley, and this may be ignorance, and I want to get to a couple other things about the home as well, but why is it? Is it because of the, a lot of, is it being in the valley? Is it because of the rock? Is it, what is the? It's the rock. It's yeah. the geology. Okay. Okay. So the geology, the rock, is where one of the places that the radon gas lives, I suppose. And that's one of the, the reasons that it's most uh, prevalent here. As far as the difference between the crawl space and the slab, slab or, or whatever, because, and you may have just answered this, but I was thinking of my next <laughs> question. But the slab, all the realtors that I've ever spoke to, and, and I'm not trying to throw a realtor under the bus, um, because there's there's ton of them that that don't deserve to be thrown under the bus. But um, most of the time they say, you know, a slab is the most important time to ha- Did he just answer this question? I don't think okay. so. He did off air, that's why I'm thinking of it. But a slab is the most important time to have the radon test done. And and I get that because of the, the type of home and, you know, it's it's closer to the living space and so forth. But, but that's not necessarily the case, right? I mean. Right, um, well. Think of it as, since radon's coming out of the ground as a gas, Mm -hmm. any part of the house that's in contact with the ground is susceptible to having the the gas permeate through. Mm -hmm. So a basement, which has not only the level of the ground is on the floor, it also has walls that are in contact with the soil. So Mm -hmm. in a basement home, you could have the gas coming in through the floor or through the walls of the foundation. Mm -hmm. A slab home is sitting on the ground so it can come up through the slab. A crawl space, and a lot of people think that a crawl space is not a risk for radon, but that's not true. Uh, A crawl space is gonna have less risk on the same piece of ground that a basement would, but if the level is high enough in the ground coming up, a crawl space is still going to have elevated levels inside the house. Can it get to your house from another source? Meaning it's not directly underneath your property, but maybe it's coming through a sewer line or coming through water pipes or water? Can it, can it travel through water? Well, yes, radon can come from water from a natural well, not okay. from city water. Gotcha. City water, they're actually required to test for radon in water in the city. There but you go. But in wells, you could have radon in in the water in the water because it's it's coming through the ground yeah right yeah now you do this you've been doing this since 1994 would you say that um when you get a test back and it is elevated um what what percentage of tests would you say that come back we only have one minute so answer quickly um are elevated is it 10 percent five percent you know over over 30 percent probably are elevated and, and you mean over the 4.0 per cuber 
comms. Yes, over <laughs> over 4.0 picocuries per liter. <laughs> picocuries, okay. Yes. And so when you say elevated, do you recommend uh, mitigation or remediation or whatever once it goes above the four? Or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the EPA requirements. Right. If it's over four, four or above, it should be mitigated. Okay. So when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the mitigation process. Um, even though I, I don't, you don't actually perform it. No. Right. But you know a little bit about it and what they do. Um, because some people might want to say $1,500, $2,000 to get it mitigated. What does that look like? Um, and if you're a potential buyer out there, you know, what is the object, what is the whole, whole point of getting it done prior to um, closing on the house is if there is radon, then you need to have the seller take care of that or at least ask them to. Um, so let's continue this conversation with Jack Feldman of Clayton Inspection Service. Uh, been in business since 1989, right after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Thank you for joining the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray, your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you guys for joining us. We're excited to be here, excited about um, our show today. And it's an important show because um, there are, per the EPA, 21,000 um, deaths that occur per year, roughly, that are associated with radon and contribute to lung cancer because the ultimate price to pay for the radon exposure um, is lung cancer. That is, that is per the EPA and um, any health organization. Um, nobody denies the fact um, that, that radon exists. I mean, there really are there really are these gases and you know it's it's not like global warming where you've got a, a real you know debate um which i don't know that you would even say there's a debate there but there is not a debate about radon it, it's there and it occurs naturally and we we spoke about it being odorless and being tasteless and you 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 cannot see it there all of the things that um a danger you know kind of reminds me of carbon monoxide in a way because carbon monoxide is definitely not um, something that you can smell or taste. Um, now, which brings me to a quick question, Jack, is there, you know how they have um, a thing that just goes in your house, it's, a, it's a, a carbon monoxide alarm. Is there is there any product out there that you know of? It's like a radon, you know, alarm. Oh, we're, we, ha we have elevated levels above four, beep, beep, beep. There are products like that sold. Mm -hmm. How reliable they are, I'm mm. just not sure. Right, that's true. That's a good point. Because if you had one of those, you know, <laughs> the mitigation, if you did have the mitigation completed, then I would want to know on an ongoing basis that the mitigation is working. Yeah. And that's important. But we were talking off air a little bit, Jack. The mitigation piece of this, when somebody you say, okay, Mr. Homeowner, you have an elevated level um, above the four Pico cures, and we need to know how to mitigate this. And here, here's, and, and you refer somebody, you don't make any money off of that. It's just a guy that you know that does the, does the mitigation. What does the mitigation involve? In, in a house that was pre-2007, 
They put a hole in the slab, if it's a slab or a basement home. They run that pipe up through the house, into mm -hmm. the attic, and out the roof. Mm -hmm. Inside the attic, they attach a fan that essentially sucks the air from under the slab and blows it outside. Mm -hmm. the, the other part of this that they do is they go around and they seal every opening or crack or, or mm. um, uh, compromised area of the, the foundation or the floors to keep the gases from coming in the house. So they, that's part of mitigation is they go around and they seal. That'd be seal. good to do just even without the radon. How do they yeah. seal it? Uh, they use a, a caulking type material or foam. Probably similar to what um, our boy does. Like <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Scott so, Higgins from Prudent. So one of the things, like if you have a bathroom in the basement and you have a bathtub, where that drain goes into the slab is a hole about a foot square. Right. And if they can get to it, they try to seal that because that's just a, an open pathway for radon to get in the house. Mm -hmm. And they have to seal that. Um, and then they put a, what's called a manometer or a pressure gauge on the pipe so you can actually see that it's working, that it's a, a colored liquid in it. Because and, and once the fan's in, you're not going to hear it, and you'll never know if the fan quits. So mm -hmm. you look at this, it's called a manometer. Uh, you look at that, and if the gauge says zero zero, then it's not working any longer. It's called a manometer. Yeah, it's a it's a pressure gauge with. <laughs> That's an interesting name. It's a, a a vacuum tube with colored liquid in it. And okay. It's U shaped, and it it shouldn't be balanced. It should be showing it's pulling a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I, there's one thing I don't understand. Yes. Um, the con Let's say you're on a concrete slab, whether yes. it's a basement and there's a slab, or it's on the surface slab. Well, that concrete. Is that a barrier in itself, or the, will the it concrete, come through? The slab? The, the, yeah. It, it won't go through a slab, because under the slab, there should be a vapor barrier, and there's gravel and all okay. that. Okay. But most, con you ever seen concrete that doesn't have a crack in it? Mm, or yeah. uh, where they're running wires or duct work yeah. or They plumbing, cut it up all the time. There's holes in it. There's voids. Uh, yeah, plumbing and water coming through. That's right. So each one of those is a place for gas to come through mm -hmm. and you know gas doesn't need a big hole it just goes through little tiny cracks mm -hmm. so when you drill in into the the uh, foundation to yes. put this pipe up through the roof yes is all of that from the other areas funneling to this pipe to go well, up there's a vacuum right. there's there's a oh, oh. there's a gotcha. hole they they poke a hole in the slab dig down a little bit to make like a sump and they put a pipe fitting down gotcha. there then they seal that all up and then they run the pipe and they put a vacuum and it sucks the air from under the slab gotcha. and it out. The, the really great byproduct of putting, um, or added benefit, it's not really a byproduct, added benefit of putting a mitigation system in is it will reduce the humidity in a house. Hmm. So people that are running, running dehumidifiers uh, will often find that they're not working anymore. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with my dehumidifier? It's not sucking water up because it's the radon system is pulling that moisture from under the slab and blowing it out, so it reduces the humidity down. Well, so yeah. it saves your lungs and uh, right. dehumidifies at the same time. Well, and those out there who do use it, I mean, a dehumidifier, I mean, those things are very, very important, um, and, and that's a great thing. That's a great add-on um, to think about. But the proposed 2007 homes in Knox County that are pre-set uh, pre up, 
so that you don't have to um, do the, the the whole, I suppose, and everything is pre-installed, right? It's not installed. Tell me what that means exactly so that people know. The the ones that are roughed in? Roughed in. That was the word I was okay. looking for, or the two words. They've they've created a, a sump under mm-hmm. the slab. They've, they've installed a pipe, and it goes up through the house and into the attic. And either I bet you those builders hate having to do that, but it's important. They probably don't like it much. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, and then it's ready for. Oh, and they have to put an outlet near the in the attic someplace. Mm-hmm. What happens sometimes is whoever is installing that, usually it's a plumber, maybe doesn't always install. Uh, understand radon mitigation mm-hmm. and yeah. I've I found this several times where we do a system they put the fan in and it doesn't reduce it and they have oh. to um, uh, there there's one house in particular they didn't I, seal it or something well the, the the house I did six different tests because they couldn't get it down they ended up tearing out some expensive cabinetry to get to the pipe and found that there was a rag stuffed in the pipe when they installed it during construction. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. If yeah, we could have so, got a picture of that, um, that would have been a great one for our So that leads to the question, show. who's inspecting the new construction piece of the Ruffton? Mm-hmm. It's part of the building code process, but... Do they know what to look for? Um, well, it's not rocket science. It's just a pipe <laughs> fitting. Right. But there shouldn't be a rag in but it. But we've, right. we've seen your top ten lists before. Well, there you right. go. Yeah. <laughs> And for, for everyone that's listening to this show, if you are buying a home or you are considering purchasing a home, you know, you really need to have a radon test done. Um, and the cool thing is, if you're looking at a home that is, I mean, this isn't going to make or break the deal, but if you're looking at a home that was built in 2006, and then maybe you have another one on your list that's built in 2007, I mean, that should be a factor because that could save you 1500 bucks, or, you know, maybe not 1500 but, you know, maybe 700 bucks or something like that. Right because it's already been roughed in. So those are factors that you want to talk to your real estate agent about. And the, the real estate agents that are out there that are, that are doing a great job for their clients are going to talk to you about this, and they're going to recommend a home inspector. They're going to have their opinion about whether or not you should have a radon test and when to have it done. Um, and so, you know, take what they're telling you and certainly add it to, you know, the information that you're using to gather, um, you know, to make a decision. Um, and when Mark and I had hours done, you know, our, thankfully on the levels were low. But Mark, when I found out the levels were low, it was a, a very good feeling mm-hmm. to say, oh, good. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I said I knew it. Right. Yeah, but I didn't know it at all. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, it needs to be done. I didn't realize the risk of it. It's one of those things I've heard about it. It's just gone right over my head. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, well, well, chalk that up to the uh, toxins that are in the sofa. Right. right. And, and the fact is um, there are a ton of things in our lives that we don't have control over. You know, there's plenty. Of, we can't control other people what they do, how they, they act. But you're pretty good at it, but, but you, not even you. <laughs> but you can control this thing, you know, this radon thing. And you can take it off the table as one of the things to worry about. You can just right there. Um, and also the smoking. You can control that as well, right? So <laughs> let's, let's, let's see if we can't get Clayton Inspection Service out to your home. Um, we have one final segment with Jack. It's going to be a short one, um, and we'll give you his contact information again and tell you how to get linked up with him. 
in his LinkedIn uh, world. So thank you so much. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. We're walking on sunshine and don't it feel good? <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining us here at the Housing Hour. This has been a great show. It's 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 kind of one of those topics where it's like, well, you know, radon is not you know the the topic of the hour. But then when you start learning about what you can prevent, it does become very important, and it does become you know top of mind. And and it's so important to think about because you know we're trying to protect our kids. That's one of the big things. I mean, as a parent, I know that's my number one, my number one goal is to protect my family. And one of the ways that you can do that is to buy a shotgun like some of us, (laughs) or is to mitigate the dangers in our homes. And this is certainly one of them. So I have Mark Griffith with us, Jack Feldman with Clayton Inspection Service. I have Peyton Manning as well, who's a free agent, mm-hmm. and Kevin Ray, Dave in there, um, our producer. Um, we were talking about hot spots off air and talking about where to go to determine whether or not you are or not. If you're listening to this show and you're in East Tennessee, in the, in the Tennessee Valley, it's a hot spot. Um, where can they go to find that information? Uh, the because we're worldwide. I don't know if you knew that or not. I, I do that. It's uh, epa.gov. Okay. Uh, or they can go to my website, and I have a link for Radon. Oh. And they can go well, that's to that. convenient. And get to use the church eight, ladies. Eight zillion links on Radon. Claytoninspections.com. That's and, a great place. And are other countries concerned about Radon? 200,000 deaths per year, they estimate. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, so, so everybody's looking at this thing. Right. Okay. Soviet Union has very, very high radon. Really? Yeah. It's it's coming off of Putin. <laughs> it's coming off of Chernobyl. Um, it, it, it could be, yeah. Um, yeah, well, 200,000 deaths in, in the whole world. But, but like I said, when you take smoking and the radon, you are magnifying. It's, they call it synergistic, I think is what the exact term that word. they use. Yeah. It's, but it, there's something else, too. Yeah, go ahead. It is is uh, your exposure to it, mm. not just the high count. So explain right. how the exposure versus the high count is even more deadly. Right. Mm. It, it's a level of exposure. So mm. think of it as you go to get a chest X-ray once a year and you're physical. Mm. That X-ray is not really a, a, a risk for you. Mm. But if you got a chest X-ray once every other day, Mm. You're at a high risk. I got you. So you could have uh, Mark's house could say be a uh, a five pico curious per liter, mm-hmm. but Mark's reclusive. He never leaves a house. Uh, He's a recluse. He, he he just sits in there in the dark. You know. Well, that that's and, that's not nice. And then, <laughs> oh, no, well, you're, you, hypothetically, hypothetically, I have the TV yeah. on. Come on. Yeah, uh, but and your house yeah. may be. 22 pico curies, really high, but but we're out you, there living life. But you, <laughs> yeah, exactly, you're, you're out of town four days a week. Hey, so yeah. your level of exactly. exposure is much house. less. Exactly, 
And then if you have a bunch of smokers come out and hang out in your house, then you secondhand smoke, you got more right. risk. But it's level of exposure. It's not necessarily the number. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if the number's over four, you want to have it mitigated. But mm-hmm. it's level of exposure. Right. Now, that's a good point because if you're over four and you are there all the time, and that's going to be a big problem. If you're at seven and you're never there or very rarely, it's, it's all about how often you're exposed. You, you nailed it. Um, and, you know, I had a CT scan just recently and they said, um, we don't recommend this to anyone under 12 years old because the exposure of the ra- radiation is too high. And they said, but you, you won't know the effects of it till you're dead. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, that's comforting. But because um, it's a real deal. I mean, radiation is, is in, it's the decay of, I guess, whatever gas or radiation that exposes you to these problems. So stop smoking. That would be a good thing. Or do the nicotine gum. They don't kill other people, right? You can't die from secondhand nicotine smoke right so mm-hmm. stop smoking and then get the radon test you can have the mitigation done and this man right here can help you and guide you jack is can be reached at 865-693-7109 and go to the housinghour.com share this show with friends and family we'd love for you to do that and thank you for our listeners and the the mortgage investors group who is the reason this show exists we'll see you next time right here on the housing hour That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.